This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, dear radio friends. How in the world are you? You doing all right today? Well, I trust so. This is your good friend, Dr. Cook, and I'm back once again to discuss with you some things in the Word of God. Try to put a handle on them is what we do. Put a handle on so that you can get hold of them for yourself. And in so doing, enrich your life and the lives of others around you. One of my constant prayers is that I myself might be kept fresh in God's Word, and second, that what I have to say may not only help those who listen, but help them help others. That's the way God works, you know. God comforteth us. We read in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 3, God comforteth us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort them also which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. God does something for you, beloved, so you can do something for somebody else. That's my goal in these broadcasts. First of all, in my own soul, to have the blessing of God every day. Second, to pass along to you in the Word those things that will help you help others. Paul said to Timothy, The things which thou hast heard of me, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So it was Paul to Timothy, to faithful men, to many others. God's blessed multiplication scheme of uh, promoting the gospel throughout the world. Be a blessing to somebody today, will you? Look around for someone with whom you can share some of God's precious blessings so that you will not only have taken in something helpful to yourself, but also you will have, uh, you will have been able to help and encourage somebody else along the way. Be an encourager for someone else. Well, we're looking at Psalm 23. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, tender grass, not the tough old stubble that... We end up chewing when we choose our own diet, but tender grass. And he leadeth me beside the still waters, the waters of, of quietness. How to be quiet in a hurly-burly, uh, hustling world. That's the secret of every Christian, indwelt by the blessed Spirit of God. His mind stayed on God, his mind and heart full of the Word of God, his love fixed on the Son of God, and his prayers focused on uh, God's holy presence and will in his life, quiet peace. Then it's, uh, we talked about restoring restoring my soul. He restoreth my soul. When you get to the cave-in place, where you get to the place where you just haven't got any more left. Joe Stump was in the hospital one day years ago. I guess he's now with the Lord. I haven't heard from him in a good many years. But he used to work with us in Youth for Christ. And I went to see him in the hospital. I said, well, brother, how are you? And he said, brother, Bob, my get up and go has got up and went. <laughs> you feel that way sometimes, don't you? Oh, yes, I do too. What do you do? Turn to your blessed Lord and let him refresh you. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. God is the God of refreshment. He, he, he's the one that puts springs of water in the desert, according to Isaiah. He's the one that does a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. Shall it not now spring forth? Shall ye not know it? God is the God of refreshment and of innovation and of new points of view and new outlook and new methods. God is a God who is perennially, constantly, eternally refreshed from within himself. And when you wait on him, 
you share all of that in your own experience. Now we come in, uh, in verse 3 to the second half of that verse. He says, He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. A couple of concepts there that we want to, to uh, mention. First of all, it says, He leadeth me. Now, somebody can't lead you unless you go, let him go ahead. Can't lead you unless you let him go ahead. When he putteth forth his own sheep, Jesus said in John chapter 10, He goeth before. Lead. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. How often we've sung that song, He leadeth me, O blessed thought, O word with heavenly comfort fraught, where'er I am, whatever I be, still tis God's hand that leadeth me. Oh, I wonder, let me just ask you the question. How long has it been since you said, Lord, I want you to go ahead of me and, and lead the way? Oftentimes we're so busy doing it our own way that we forget to ask him to go ahead. Red Harper, in the early days of the Billy Graham Crusades, was brought to Christ, a cowboy, actor, singer, kind of a person, a delightful person, uh, and uh, thoroughly saved, wonderfully born again. But he had his lessons to learn as he began to grow as a Christian, just as we all do. And I remember he was giving his testimony one time up in Toronto, just a short while after he had been brought to Christ. He said, you know, I'm having to learn my lessons. He said, I, I used to rush on into things, but now, he said, I, I'm learning to let the Lord lead me. Why? He said, I don't even go through a revolving door without saying, you first, Lord. <laughs> he leadeth me. How long has it been since you asked God for advice on anything non-religious? Anything having to do, for instance, with dollars? Anything having to do with your children? Training them, disciplining them, or whatever. Anything having to do with your domestic situation? Husband, wife. Anything having to do with your business? Contracts? Capital? Interest? Payables? Receivables? Labor relations? Material handling? Shipping? Collections? How long has it been since you asked God for advice on business matters? Some of your salesmen, how long has it been since you asked God to guide you to the right client? I have often told you about my good friend out in, in the West Coast, San Diego. It was when I saw him last. He was an insurance salesman doing very well, driving a brown Cadillac and a, a Hickey Freeman suit and Florsheim shoes and Countess Maritai, the whole bit. He was feeling no pain. I said, you must be doing pretty well. Well, he said... He paused, and I said, tell me, tell me, how, how are things? How do you do it? Well, he said, I have an office in the basement of my home, and he said, I, uh, every morning I get down there, and I spread all my prospect cards around in a semicircle, and then I kneel in the middle of that semicircle, and I pray, Dear Jesus, where do you want me to go today? And then I go there, and he's helped me. <laughs> it's beautiful, uh, but real and practical. So if you're a salesman, how long has it been since you asked God to guide you? Pastor, you have to make some calls, don't you? You know, the way to be a success in the pastor is to make three calls a day. You can't just sit around and look holy and hope your people will come to you. You have to go out and see them. Three calls a day, three times a day, go tell somebody about Jesus. That's in addition to your hospital calls and your death calls and all that. And if you do that, that adds up to about a thousand calls a year. Your church will grow and so will you. But have you ever asked God to guide you as to, as to whom you should see next? Lay out your pastor calls? Oh, I've done that, I'll tell you. 
God can save you many a, a, a frustrating experience. Either people are not home or else when you get there, they're watching TV and a clammy hand reaches out and pulls you into the darkness and you have to sit still till the commercial comes on. <laughs> oh, yes. God can guide you, Pastor, in matters having to do, for instance, with your, your calling. He certainly can guide you in matters having to do with, with the choice of your sermon material. You have to prepare it in advance. You can't just uh, preach what one of my predecessors in one church uh, did. They called it his, his aisle sermons. He would walk uh, up to the platform, and when he began to preach, he would say, As I was walking up the aisle this morning, I thought, and then he'd go on and preach. <laughs> and it sounded like it. Can't do that if you're going to last. So you have to prepare uh, weeks and sometimes months ahead. My good friend Les Flynn writes a whole book, and then he preaches it chapter by chapter. So it's, it's, all, it's all in print. And then he preaches it. He has to pray over it and get it hot so it isn't just warmed over. But that's the way that is. So you prepare it months in advance in that case. How then can you possibly know what Joe Dokes needs on a given Sunday morning? You can't, but the Holy Spirit of God can. See? Let him lead. Let God lead. Let him lead. He has to go ahead. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. Oh, I want to learn that lesson. Now, you know, I'm, I'm no longer a teenager, as you know. But I have to remind myself and I have to relearn these blessed lessons of walking with the Lord. Instead of dashing into situations, let the Lord Jesus lead. Whisper a prayer before you answer the phone. Whisper a prayer before you enter into a conversation. Whisper a prayer before you start a meeting. Whisper a prayer before you read and sign a contract. Whisper a prayer before you hire or transfer or certainly before you fire. Oh, let Jesus lead. And he will. He will call unto me, and I will answer thee, God says, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. He'll teach you something in the process of leading you. I used to ride with the police in Briarcliff Manor when we lived there. We've been gone now over a year, and I miss them, my buddies at the police department. I was badge 106 of the special police corps and uh, grew very fond of Art Johnson and all the rest. I used to ride with them on a, on a night now and then, start along about 7 o'clock and end about midnight. I remember I was riding with one of the young fellows, and I said to him, Bill, teach me something tonight. Teach me all you can teach me about your job. He said, all right, Reverend, I will. <laughs> so he very carefully taught me some of the things that he himself had learned uh, to look for in making his rounds. Are all the doors locked? He said, you got to eyeball them locks, Reverend. you got to eyeball them locks to see if they're locked. And, uh, you know, anything unusual, always look for anything unusual because there might be a reason for it. So oh, he taught me all that he could think of. And came midnight and it was time for him to, to uh, finish up his shift and I was going on home. And so I thanked him very much. He looked at me with a smile. He says, well, he said, you learned a lot tonight, didn't you, Reverend? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you can learn. He says, call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. God wants to teach you something, beloved. It's not just to get you out of a jam. It's not just to, to answer your cry for help. Those things are important, and he does answer. It's not merely to supply what you consider to be your needs, 
The Bible says, My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That's important too. But what really matters is that you learn in the experience how God works. Show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And you can look up and say, Thank you, Lord, for teaching me something in all of this. You see the point? He leadeth me. Now it says, He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. We won't get into this today, but we'll take it up the next time we get together. What are the paths of righteousness and why is it for His name's sake? These are the things that, that we want to get into the next time. Just before we leave, though, remind yourself that wherever God leads, it is a righteous path. God will never lead you to do anything that is not consistent with His Word or with Himself. All of God's leadings are right ways. That's one good way to test which direction you're going. Dear Father, today, grant us the good sense to let thee lead in the paths of righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.